All right. Hello and welcome. I am talking today with Caitlin. I don't want to butcher your last name because I've never heard it said That's out okay. loud. That's okay. That's okay. Crumbsick. It's like a crumbs and then you're sick, but you put them together and it's crumbsick. And you are, and I don't want to get your title wrong, but you wear a lot of hats. Tell me sure. what your title is. Yeah. So I originally started here at the college in the Academic Achievement Center as the tutor coordinator, and I maintain that role currently, but I'm also now working as the interim uh, writing center supervisor. So I work in both the AAC, which is the Academic Achievement Center, and also in the writing center. Could you explain in simple terms what the AAC is and what the writing center is and does and how they're distinct? There are five resource centers on campus. That means that each center focuses on a particular subject area, and it has tutors and other staff members in those resource centers that are available for students to use free of charge. And you can go to a bunch of different websites online, and you can get a tutor for $30 an hour or something like that. But here on campus, we provide that service to students free of charge. The AAC, which is the Academic Achievement Center, is one of those centers. And what we do over in the AAC is we help students pretty much in any subject. We focus particularly on helping students to manage their time, read their textbook. We help with technology concerns, again, if we're face-to-face, which isn't really the case right now. But also if students have problems with, let's say, a psychology assignment, they can come into the AAC and we have learning specialists available that can help them. Another part of the AAC is we have a group of tutors, about 30 of them, that are experts in different disciplines. So we have somebody that can help students in computer science or IT or horticulture, psychology, sociology. We have tutors in all of those areas that students can use free of charge. So that's the AAC. And then over in the Writing Center, we do just kind of what the name implies. We help students with their writing. So this could be writing a paper for an English class. It could be writing a blog post for a biology class. It could even be writing a cover letter for a resume. Anything that is writing specific, we help out over here in the Writing Center. Thank you. And I like the way you mentioned that it was free. Yes. I have gone through a lot of my life without having much money. Mm-hmm. That was always one of those things that I wanted to know. But yeah, yes. and I think it's really important for your students and any students to know that we have some incredibly qualified people over here. I mean, most folks have a bachelor's degree, but even more have master's, and we even have some tutors that have doctorates. So you're getting some amazingly qualified people and folks that have worked in industry for for many years. We hire people that have retired and that are, you know, they worked for Commerce Bank or Hallmark or they were a nursing instructor at another community college for part of their career, worked for the, the federal government in different departments. So, I mean, we have people that are not only highly educated, but incredibly qualified in, in what they do and what they know in, in a real-world sense. And you'd pay a lot of money for that kind of skill and talent if you were just going on a website or, or off into the market. And knowing that we have that resource free for students, I think, is one of the most incredible things that the college provides for, for our students. Can anybody from the community come into the Writing Center? So we don't serve community members anymore. We only serve people that are associated with the college. Anybody that has a student ID or is taking classes 
And it doesn't matter if they're not English classes, but you have to be a student to use the Writing Center resources. I should probably tell you that I support that. Mm-hmm. In theory, mm-hmm. I've been involved with the Writing Centers at KU a mm-hmm. long time ago. In theory, I understand the, the thinking and the reasoning behind having it open to the community, but there's I've just seen a lot of inappropriate right. things happen. And right. So I think that's probably a, a, a good thing. I do. I think that's probably yeah. And it, it really allows um, us to focus on students, too, which I think is what we're here for. I, I like that aspect of it, too. I have been gone off campus for quite some mm-hmm. time. You have moved. Where mm-hmm. are you now? Where Where is all of this stuff that the entire thing together, the entire umbrella is called the ARC, right? So that stands academic for academic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. We like our acronyms here. I like acronyms once I learn them. But yeah. I have to have things spelled out the first time. Yeah. I, I always have to know what an acronym stands for. I, mm-hmm. I'm very difficult that way. It drives me. No, I, I think it's I think it's important. Higher ed is all about acronyms and it's hard to oh. know what it's all about if if you're not explained it first. So is business, so is corporate yeah. work. <laughs> Everywhere you go, they got their own acronyms, their own jargon and you gotta learn that. Okay, right. so ARC, Academic Resource Center is the umbrella. That's where everything is and you are wearing two hats within the ARC. You're yes. AAC and WC. Yes, you've got it. five total resource mm-hmm. centers within that umbrella, and where are they located? So we just moved down to the first floor of the library. So any of the, the students library. that we're – We are. So um, we are on the first floor where um, previously students could come in, and it was a big open space where there were computers and some, some books and the, the reference desk. Um, that's all been renovated, and we are now in that space. So the Math Resource Center, the Science Resource Center, the Language Resource Center, which does foreign language tutoring, um, the AAC and the Writing Center, all down on the first floor of the library. And we also have um, the uh, library has a presence down here on the first floor. There's a research desk. So any students that are doing um research papers or need help understanding databases and and things like that, there is a research librarian down here. And then up on the second floor is where all of the library services are. Let me clarify because my hearing isn't so good, and I know there Uh used to be a resource desk, but you said research desk. Did you not? I did. So a research library. Okay, that's new. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, there's a a central desk out here, too, with some – library help. Um, So if students needed to return a book that they've borrowed or if they had just general library questions, they can get those answered on the first floor as well. Very cool. Thank you. I I have not been on campus. I'm trying to imagine this. It's gorgeous. So each, I know that sounds silly to say about um, uh, an academic space, but we each have our own colors. So the center is yellow and it's very bright and happy and the AAC is a green, and each of the resource centers have different colors. It makes the space really bright and welcoming, I think. What are the services offered to students, and is there something you'd like to add or address there? Yeah, so the services in the writing center this semester are going to look a little different than they have in the past. So again, if you have students that have been with the college for some time, it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment what the services look like this semester. Uh, Unfortunately, COVID has changed so many things in our lives, and the resources we offer is one of those uh, things that has changed. Students can go online to the Writing Center website, 
if you just type in Writing Center on the main JCCC homepage, it's going to pop right up. But one of the services that we offer is by appointment tutoring. This means students can go online and book a one-time appointment with a tutor for up to 50, so that's five, zero, 50 minutes. And students okay, can work, you. students can work with the tutor on anything. So this can be anything from preliminary phases of writing a paper, like the brainstorming and the outlining, all the way to the polishing on the back end. So looking through the paper and making sure everything flows well, making sure the citations are correct, anything and everything in between the writing center tutors and staff members can assist students with. Again, students can make 50-minute appointments with a tutor, and we have tutors available Monday through Sunday. Our hours vary a little bit. We have more robust hours Monday through Friday, and then we're available 1 to 5 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. So, again, students should be able to access our services whenever they're doing their work, and you can book as many appointments as you'd like throughout the week with whatever tutor or staff member you'd like, but we do encourage students to not book back-to-back sessions. We want students to take no. the, the feedback they received and yes. work on it before they book another appointment. I'm trying to agree with you with my nose in yes, in case <laughs> yeah. that's not clear. <laughs> yes. Because yes. this is a problem writers have. Mm-hmm. When we, it's like, oh, I want help, I want help. And we do multiple drafts. The thing is, after you get feedback, the writer has to process that mm-hmm. and make changes mm-hmm. so that we're doing with the new paper before you mm-hmm. try and work on it again. Otherwise, right. you're not making progress. It doesn't do anyone any good. Yes. Uh, any consultation that lasts more than 50 minutes is gone past the area of mm-hmm. productivity. So I think that's very good. Also, I appreciate how you made this, how you enunciate clearly and made the 50 versus 15 distinction earlier. Yes. Uh, that helps for people with hearing loss. That really yeah. does help. Well, I, I, so when I'm talking to Siri to set um, timers for whatever's in the oven, Siri often uh, does 15-1-5 instead of 50. So I understand it's hard to understand oh, wow. sometimes what I'm talking about. So, yeah. The way technology is training us. That's yes, cool. look at that. Interesting question. <laughs> yeah. My son likes using uh, Siri and uh, the Echo, which I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. But yeah, it's 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 a difference maybe between you know people who are digital natives, you know, those born into technology, mm-hmm. versus those who have adopted it after a year or lifetime of cynicism. Well, <laughs> I would consider myself a digital native, and I still don't like using that kind of stuff. I just. I just use Siri when my hands are, you know, covered in eggs or something like that, and, oh. and I need to set a timer. So, you know, if something could turn pages in a digital book for me, I would use it. Because <laughs> I, I do dishes. I'm, that's you know, and then yeah, what I'm cooking, especially if I have to do something with something messy. Yeah. But I but I digress as I am want to do. So that's let me okay. get back on. Oh, and this may and. But does the Writing Center offer anything to faculty? It may not be. Well, your, it's not necessarily your goal or your mission, so mm-hmm. it's not wrong to say no. But is there anything that you offer faculty? Well, we offer faculty things like what we're doing now, so any kind of uh-huh. um, tour or if faculty need resources. That's another thing I think that is sometimes forgotten is that the res- or the the Writing Center has 
I think well over a hundred handouts on our website oh, yeah. that previously were um, paper copies, but we have them all online that students and faculty can access. So if faculty wanted to put a link to the MLA citation guide that one of our staff members created, that can just be dropped into a Canvas page. It's very easy. You don't need to contact us. You just take it from the website and drop it right in. You know, another That's thing, well, and, and here's well, another one. More. Yeah, and there's more. <laughs> I think, you know, one of the oh, things, and this, this is more, I think, when there's class happening face-to-face, but if faculty needed to cancel a class one day, like let's say you had an appointment that you couldn't move and you oh. couldn't have class, instead of canceling the class, you could ask the writing center to have a, a writing specialist or tutor come in and give your class a, a session on citation or the writing oh. process. So they're still getting benefit out of that class time. It's just through somebody else if you aren't able to make, you know, to be there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think they were starting, they started this a few years ago. It, that's good to hear. That's good to know. Called like, totally don't cancel class or something like that. I'm not sure the exact terminology, but they're, they're a list of different departments that will come into the classroom instead of having class canceled and will give your students a chance. Well, I think it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But the way it's been framed here and the way it's been marketed, by the way, when marketing matters. Yeah. No, this this is a good thing. And, and being transparent, like, okay, no, it, you know that it's not just because the teacher is ducking out. It has a good reason. But we're mm-hmm. going to be productive with that time anyway. I mean, we already have and, a commitment to, to a time slot. No, mm-hmm. it's a good thing. Yeah, and I think a reminder, too, to the students that learning is collaborative. You can't do it just with classroom. You can't do it just with one person. There are other resources on campus that will help you in your learning process as well. So I think that's another reason why it might be beneficial. And that's why I think working with the tutor mm-hmm. writing is collaboration. I think collaboration is misunderstood, mm-hmm. underappreciated, and really mm-hmm. vital to any writing. I think people are, yeah. I mean, I had my mother when I was younger who was good at Same. giving feedback. I had an aunt. Yep. And then when I got to college, developed a relationship with somebody somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, and exchanged papers. And it, it helps having somebody it to really talk to. Does. Yeah. It it's huge. It's yeah. huge. <laughs> yeah. And and even just even before you get anything written down, that that writer's block, which happens to everybody, you know? Uh huh. Talking about it, just talking to someone else is part of the writing process. I think too well, often people think that writing is just sitting in your alone in your room, yeah, banging on a keyboard. Yeah. No, just talking. Thinking about it is part of the process. Well and even now, I, I don't write papers or things like that very often, but when I write reports or even really important emails, I always consult somebody else. And I think that's another thing, too, that I, we really want to impress on students is that you're maybe writing papers now, but you're going to be writing other things in whatever career you choose, and you need to talk with people. You need to get feedback on your writing forever. I mean, it's, it's never going to end. You should always have somebody else looking over your the things that you've written and helping you refine um, whatever it may be. So I think that's important to note, too. Yeah, well, it took me way longer than it should have to learn that uh, asking <laughs> for help is not a sign of weakness. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. And, uh, I just I hate seeing students not, not getting that, but I have to admit mm-hmm. that at their age, I didn't. Oh, yeah. So I do, and, if that's okay, I do want yeah. to talk about Zoom drop-in because I didn't get the opportunity to do that. Yes, that's all right. Please. So, in addition to 
um, students being able to book that 50-minute appointment with a tutor. We are not having students walk into the center this semester. So in the past, students could just walk into the writing center and yeah, drop in. sit mm-hmm. down, right, immediately sit down with the tutor. Again, because of COVID, that's something we're not doing this semester. And what we've done to supplement that resource for students drop-in link. So again, if students go to our website, they'll see below where you can uh, book an online tutor, you can do the virtual drop-in. So we have uh, tutors available Monday through Friday at hours that are on the, the schedule online, and students can immediately connect with a tutor. It will be all via Zoom, but again, if students are middle of writing a body paragraph and they just get stuck, they need somebody else to talk to to bounce ideas off of, they can go to that Mm -hmm. Zoom link there and can immediately begin talking with them. Yeah, we've been doing that as faculty with the uh, technology support for EdTech. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. I really like that. concept. Yeah. As we were talking before this started, there have Mm -hmm. been some... There have been some really good things that have, that have, I think, come about because of this new way of thinking about work and education. Mm-hmm. And any, there is always, when we have a new technology, there is always a tendency to over-apply it or mm-hmm. misapply it because you're figuring out how things work, what the role is. But I think this, for, for writing uh, support, for tutoring, Zoom is quite useful. I'm just saying that the screen share on Zoom, I think, is one of the best tools oh, we yeah. can use. I even have tutors that say, if I was working with a student face-to-face, we might still pull up Zoom because the screen share function is so useful. So I think that's one of the big it, benefits to that technology. And it still, it doesn't really, you know, and the thing about writing, you know, I don't think it's appropriate to, to hand a paper off to somebody, you know, when we were mm-hmm. using paper, when mm-hmm. we were killing more trees. <laughs> I always wanted to keep the paper in front of the student because uh-huh. it's their paper. And if there's notes to be made, it really helps them more if they make it because mm-hmm. the more active they are, the more they remember, the more they process, mm-hmm. the more they're involved and engaged. I think the screen share, I'm just starting to learn the screen share, mm-hmm. but I think it might be a really useful tool. I found it um, really beneficial when I've used it. Yeah. Okay, one more thing I want to get for sure before I, I let you go. What resources are available? Because the last time we talked, you did mention like a couple resources that I have not used or made use of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I don't know very much about. Resources, again, I, I already mentioned all of the handouts that are online. Yes. Yep, APA, and I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Um, because it, the point, I think, was that in helping students, you're also helping teachers. And in, in, when right. you're helping teachers, you're also helping students. So that was a really good answer, by the way. Well, I thank said, you. Go on. Yeah, so the, all of those resources are online that students can download the PDF. Um, Something else that is not as well-known, and it's not on our website yet, but we have a subscription to a a website called Writer's Workbench. And what this website does, mm -hmm, it is an analysis system. So students can copy and paste some of their writing into this system and run an assessment. And what it does is it goes through and it tells the students all of the areas that they could work on different things. So, for instance, if this is a research paper, using um, second-person pronouns like you probably is not appropriate unless it's in a quote. 
And so this system will go through and it will highlight all of the uses of a second person pronoun. And it's not going to tell you that you are wrong. It's simply going to ask you to think about whether this is really the use that you want to use. Again, if you're writing something like a um, personal statement piece, it's much more likely and more appropriate that you're going to be using second person pronouns. So it's going to highlight them just like it would with the research paper. But as the writer, you would know which venue is more appropriate to use that in. So this system will look at up to 26 different um, benchmarks. So anything from um, word variety to different grammatical pieces. And it never is going to tell the student that they are wrong. It's simply going to tell them to look through and evaluate what has been written because it could be something they might want to adjust. No, no yep, that's really go ahead. good because one of the things I tell students is that rules are decisions made in advance for people that you don't want making decisions. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. it comes to writing, uh, you know, some people say there's always an exception to every rule, and, and that's one way of thinking about it. But the yeah. thing is, it's really about what's most effective. And like mm-hmm. your example with using you, mm-hmm. there are times when it's very effective in sales mm-hmm. and marketing. Sometimes it is very effective. In academic settings, you don't use it very often. But mm-hmm. students come to class so often being taught rules in high school, mm-hmm. you're never supposed to use first person. It's like, well, no, if you're writing a personal narrative for your first paper in Comp 1, which is very mm-hmm. common, it would sound pretty odd or awkward not to use right. first person. Yeah. made it clear that uh, it doesn't say that anything is wrong. Mm-hmm. Because I, I did a lot of that. Well, I, my grammar's bad. It's broken. No, no one has bad grammar. We mm-hmm. all speak different dialects. Mm-hmm. But it's not that anyone has bad grammar. No one's grammar is broken. No one's mm-hmm. grammar is deficient. This, unfortunately, is something I could rant for, and <laughs> I could go on another rant for. And that's not, that's not what we're about today. But thank you for making sure. that point. I think it sounds pretty useful. So I would I would strongly encourage students that are interested in something like this. So it is a subscription, which means they would have to contact the writing center to get the token that would allow them to access this website. And I I am hesitant in giving students the token without them also setting up an appointment with a tutor. I think it's mm-hmm. really important that they take time to learn the system with a tutor. Because, again, I think the tendency is to see if I run this analysis and, you know, 30 things come back as highlighted, a student could view that as 30 things are wrong. And that could be really overwhelming. And if they sit down with a tutor and they learn the system and understand what the system is pointing out, it will be a good tool for them to use down the road. I think that's an excellent point. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of one of my early experiences teaching. I, I switched from red pens to blue or green pens mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I, I'd read something about the red pen and then and when I was living overseas that red pens mean something different. So I switched to blue. I'm trying to be sensitive, and I had this paper that was – it was a B-plus paper, right? Uh-huh. I have rubrics. It wasn't an A paper, but I loved it. It had so mm-hmm. much potential, and I thought this student was such a great student. And I must have written a page and a half of comments because I mm-hmm. loved it so much. And when I handed that paper back, I just saw their face drop. Right. And they shoved their paper in the backpack, and I stopped them and said, whoa, wait, wait, who are you? Where are you going? What's going on? I don't think mm-hmm. that was her name. I hope it wasn't. But... <laughs> I saw that comment, so it's like, you haven't even read them. It's like, yeah. that much writing can't be good. It's like, no, 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 that's the exact opposite of what's right. going on here. Right. No, I, I think that your logic is 
seller there. Uh, yeah. Point. And one other thing I want to say about this this resource is that once students learn how to use it, it's also a really great tool for them to be able to use on their own because the system will highlight an error or a point that needs to be uh, looked at, not an error, just a, a point of interest. And it will give almost a, a lesson on that that topic. Um, so there's a lot of extra information that you can look through. It will give examples. So it's another tool for learning the writing process that students can use at any hour of the day. So if a tutor isn't available because it's 2 a.m. in the morning, but they want to analyze their paper, they can use this resource, and it's going to teach them things as well as analyze their paper for them. So, again, it's a really great tool if tutoring isn't available because it's crazy hours or you couldn't get an appointment or you just wanted to try it on your own. That is very cool. Is there, is there yeah. anything you haven't had the opportunity to say? Any questions I should have asked I did not ask? I think, really, we just want to make sure students know that even though this semester is weird and probably next semester will be weird as well, we're doing our best to come up with creative ways to continue to help students. So if a student feels like we're not meeting their needs, let us know, and we'll try to find creative and adaptive solutions to help them. And really, all of our staff members, whether they're at home or working in person, we, we just want to help the students. That's what we're here for. We know that it's a really difficult time for everybody, um, but we're still here. So come use our resources. Come use the drop-in link and the, the tutoring appointments, uh, and we will we'll see you there. We want to see your faces. We want to help you. That's, that's the biggest thing I want to communicate with everybody. That's wonderful. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Sure. Thank you very much. I appreciate this. And I appreciate the uh, your time and your preparation. Yeah. You have been sharp and on task here. This is, this is why I like interviews better than me talking because I love Well, it. this was this was so fun. I really appreciate the opportunity.